Welcome to the Human Renaissance, where I discuss the esoteric side of humanity. And I'm making my first audio today about this subject. I I love listening to audio, and I'm sure some of you would appreciate the convenience instead of having to read it. I don't even read that much. I just read before I go to bed, so... I'm a listener. I'm a consumer through listening. This is only for paid subscribers, so thank you for subscribing. And this newsletter will paint a picture of who the real rulers of society are. I'll also talk about the alchemical breakdown of the female child. The shadow elite is 99% of the population. An introduction to the woman's process of becoming the 99%. Few people are real, so the rest of the world will live in an illusion. There is something the 99% is participating in for things to be this way. But everybody wants to be the victim. Blame other people or even blame God for the sickness they refuse to detox from. If people are enduring food deserts, police brutalities, racism, sexism, oppression, and poverty... Why do they birth kids into such a terrible system? People who say things like this and breed are the worst evil this earth has seen. It's not the elite class. So how is it possible for the 1% to oppress the 99%? Well, the shadow elite must be the general population. The general population must have the same mindset and actions as the cabal for the entire world to be allowed to be controlled by a few families. The populace must be as corrupt as the remnant for the remnant to rule over them. There is some type of love for the sickness going on. This love is so great that parents want to subject their own children to it. I'll tell you who the real 1% is. It's the people who know themselves and how the spirit world operates. The 1% don't make the same decisions as the 99%. When I say they, I'm talking about the rest of the world because I'm part of the 1%. They become enraged when you talk about the reality they refuse to face. They want to censor you so they can keep their ego intact. They go along with whatever narrative they're told to go along with. And they are the agents who force it on everyone else. They want to rule over others through their appearance, identity, or straight-up deception. This is the they, the 99% speak of, their own selves. The human apocalypse is here and has been for hundreds of years. And the 99% of the population are infected. There is a sect of the rich elite who are just as hedonistic and soulless as the rest of their people. The only difference is they have accepted it, capitalized on it, and made degeneracy the norm so they can keep it going. The 99% has fooled themselves into thinking they're good people who don't deserve their circumstances, even though they don't do anything to change it, and in fact, perpetuate it. Most of them assume all they need to do is have the right opinions and politics, and that subjectively makes them good people. But do you want to know who else is part of the 1%? It's female children. The 99% 
put children through a spirit-breaking initiation and rebuild them into somebody society will accept. This is an easy process for the alchemist, parent, but grueling for the subject, child. This ritualistic process is called the seven operations of alchemy. Why does the 99% do this? Because children embody the law of know thyself, which is the first step to spiritual awakening and enlightenment. To know thyself is primordial gnosis, and most people don't even have that, which is why they are the walking dead. Essentially, most people are jealous of children's light that they have. This is why they behave hatefully towards children. Most people do not proceed but go backwards from this step by knowing the other so they will never complete their independent, self-focused, alchemical transformation. This is the inner operation used to dissolve and rebuild a being so she can be accepted into the fold of the 99% without pushback. I have identified the alchemical steps, operation of impurity, taken to break a person into an unthinking, breeding machine. Operation number one, calcination. To burn calcine, the substance into ash or cremate it. The child is told that she belongs to someone she hasn't met. Her dreams are unrealistic and she has to behave in a certain way to be loved and accepted. The fire of her soul is stomped out, and only ashes that cannot be reignited are left. This causes a crisis of introspection in the child, where she believes what is natural to her is unacceptable. In effect, she is humbled. The child speaks and behaves in a way that the adults around her will accept. Her false actions become implanted in her subconscious as her core self. Operation number two, dissolution. From the calcination phase, her soul is now the salt of the philosopher's stone. Her salt still has some rocks of purity that must be further soiled. She is now prepared for the separation of the soul from the self through the increased demolishment of the very structure of her psyche, so she has little hope of rebuilding it. Her psyche will accept that this is the true way of life, and she is slowly becoming unconscious. Her consciousness is slowly being exiled into the shadow realm. Her true self will only be revealed in dreams, visions, and strange feelings that she can't decipher, so she has to go to therapy for it. This is her soul trying to make itself known, otherwise known as God Consciousness. Operation 3, Separation The subject attempts to rid these dreams, visions, and feelings because they are disruptive to her. She does this by immersing herself into distractions of her choice. Males, sex, status, social media, false activism, and false community. If these distractions fail, she attends therapy and consumes drugs for psychic relief. These distractions are what the 99% value. Therefore, it's what she values. 
Her unconsciousness increases, and she does not know why, as she is doing and being everything other people want her to be. She is accepted by those around her, but she's unhappy. At this point, she has successfully separated from her soul and has become unconscious. This is the complete opposite of separation in hermetic alchemy. To the 99%, this is integration. And this is seen as her blooming phase, or her coming into woman phase, which is lifelong. Her previous real self was seen as just a phase, and temporary. Operation number four, conjunction. The goal of the conjunction operation is to recombine her warped elements into a whole new incarnation. The subject begins to receive external affirmation and the other's thoughts become hers. This is the process of crystallization. Since her true thoughts and feelings are suppressed, she has lost her drive for her spiritual transformation and becomes inhuman. The self has disintegrated and she becomes conjoined with society. She has no thoughts that she hasn't been told to think. She has no hobbies that she hasn't been told to like. And she has a new identity every year. Even her neuroses are from somebody else. And uh, this link I have here is from teenage girls um, getting tics from TikTok. TikTok. Um, The subject is an empty vessel and is just part of the crowd. She has become a backdrop person. And this link, uh, backdrop person, is about, well, it's a video from Dolores Cannon who speaks on how backdrop people aren't real people. And there's very few people here with souls. The 99% alchemical conjunction is the forced marriage of her corpus body to the physical realm and the marriage of herself to the shadow realm. The subject must sacrifice herself in order to get married. Modern day marriage operates within the same premise by no coincidence. Quote, Psychologically, conjunction uses the body's sexual energies for personal transformation. This is why Abrahamics place high importance on physical virginity being maintained for females prior to physical marriage. She must become one with him while he does not become one with her. This process is used to complete the male physically. This is why they call a couple man and wife. He's whole, she's part of him. Sexual energy is used for personal transformation and is spent during physical sex acts, which further delays her transformation. This is the disempowerment of her true self. The subject is now able to discern what she needs to do to remain in the favor of the 99% and no longer needs to be told what to do, even if she doesn't want to do it. This means she will act almost like an, as like a robot for the general population. Napoleon Hill calls this process auto-suggestion, hypnosis induced by one's self. Operation number five, fermentation. 
This phase is the introduction of the newly incarnated into her new life. She has been lowered to a new vibration and will begin to feel at home in it. She has no imagination, she has no higher thought, and she has no love. During this phase, she is fermenting in the natural sense. She is putrefying herself into a decomposed state. This phase is associated with images of corpses, funerals, graves, massacres, and mutilation. She is dead and has joined the dead. Operation 6. Distillation. The phase of checks and balances. The subject is impure matter and has no potential to purify herself. This is why occultic information that is meant to free the subject remains invisible, even when it is right in front of the subject's face. She keeps herself from any free thought in order to remain completely impure. She despises the living. Even though her impure state brings her agony and sorrow, she does not know why and depends on capitalists who do not benefit from her healing to heal her. They know she is dead and has little chance of resurrection. The distillation process involves making the subject even more impure by gaining false assurance that her impurity belonging to society is purification. Distillation is the derealization of the power of higher love. Okay, so listen to this. The subject believes the life force on the entire planet gradually seeks to become one force in nature based on a shared vision of falsehood instead of truth. How? Well, she thinks if 100% of the world follows the traditionalist route, there will be no more suffering. So, if you hear all these podcasters talk about high-value male or female, high-value to them is following a traditional 1950s role. So, these people really think that these roles are the key to fixing society. Abrahamic religions enforcing heterosexuality are key in the process of distillation. So, she will see no way out of their underworld, and she wouldn't want to. Operation 7, Coagulation The subject is now a complete 99 percenter and is the bearer of lies and falsehoods. A state of total inner devolution from that of a child with a pure mind. The subject will produce devil's food, the opposite of heavenly food, where she destroys her body with low vibrational energy, the negative part of the atom, and shows signs of physical decay. God has left her, and she has no chance of being in tune with the divine mind. Every step taken in the seven operations of alchemy pushes one further from knowing thyself. It is possible to be stuck in one phase for decades. It is also possible to find yourself and reverse the process. That is the beauty of inner alchemy. But there is a point of no return, and it's in the distillation stage. It's not the fermentation stage because you can come back from the dead as Jesus did. 
which is what his archetypal story was about. Total ego death is required to be saved because individuality is seen as evil by most. With the age of Aquarius, examples of transformation may shift, but the inner operations remain the same. The 99% have convinced those who do not know themselves that being mentally ill is okay, and even implemented institutions and media to perpetuate their sickness. Being mentally ill is a result of being spiritually broken, no language will ever be able to describe the enormity and longevity of the sickness. If the 99% are the ones who are right and exact, how have they not identified what is going on at this point? And why is this sorrowful cycle they supposedly dislike being perpetuated? Will they continue to focus on the tone and not the message because they're so carnal and can't transcend their feelings? Will the truth scare them because it's that foreign to them? Will the truth even make sense? Will they go along with what's mainstream because they'd rather fit in than not participate? This timeline is where the soulless procreate and create more degeneracy. Parenting isn't the only issue. It's also not knowing oneself and bad genetics that make you susceptible to mind control. This allows you to follow through with the entire process of inner degradation. Self-hate does become a choice at a certain point. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next one. Bye.